Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Suplexes, Scores, and Save Points, your home for all things wrestling, sports, and video games. As always, I am Ryan, and with me today is my brother, the current reigning and defending podcast predictions champion, Nathan. Yeah, 16 matches to go till I'm still champion. Yeah, so uh, this preview prediction, we are doing uh, both NWA Hard Times 2 and NXT Wall Games, uh, plus a bonus extra match thrown in there in case there's uh, just for bonus points. Uh, we're going to get all to all that at the end of this show. Before we get rolling, I do want to make a quick announcement. Um, this coming Monday, uh, Monday, December 6th, in the morning, the very special episode will be uh, dropped. That is our interview with New Legacy Inc.'s John Blood. Um, we had a very fun, exciting, really cool talk, interview, conversation, what do you want to call it, with him. Um, that episode is going to be dropping next Monday, so look out for it on the podcast, uh, wherever you listen to this. Uh, be on the lookout for it. It'll probably drop about 6 a.m. Eastern time, so start your week off with our very fun interview with Mr. John Blood. Yeah. All right. So it is say suplex this time, and we're going to Suplex City. <laughs> uh, we're uh, we're, we're going to talk about all the things professional wrestling, as we always do on this show, whether we like it or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking last week's SmackDown. Let's start off with SmackDown, Nathan, because we had a battle. We had a number one contender crowned for the Universal Championship. Yeah. So, Ryan, they did the, the – I mean, I ain't going to lie. AEW probably has done this quite a few times as well. But they did the whole somebody gets knocked down and rolls out of the ring and is out there and you supposedly forget about them. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they do that way too often with these battle royals in WWE. Yeah, um, it was teased that J it was down to Hardy or it was down uh, to Hardy and Corbin. Uh, Hardy tossed Corbin out of the ring, and then uh, Sami Zayn, who was never officially eliminated, came in and knocked Hardy out of the ring, uh, leaving Sami Zayn as your number one contender. For the Universal Championship, um, yay. <laughs> um, yeah, and Roman Reigns was in the back just laughing, so yeah. that tells you. Uh, this very quickly was over overshadowed by Kayla Braxton making the announcement that Brock Lesnar's suspension has been lifted and that he will be on SmackDown tonight, uh, this episode coming up tonight. Um, so yeah, wait a Way to kill your number one contenders hype, you know. I mean, geez. Um, elsewhere on the show, Cesaro defeated Ridge Holland and Ridge Holland's in-ring debut on SmackDown. Um, Jeff Hardy and Drew McIntyre defeated Mad Cat Moss and Happy Corbin. Angel defeated Rick Boogs in a Thanksgiving leftovers match. Yeah. Charlotte Flair threw Very. a pie in Tony Storm's face. Yeah. Way to, way to make your number one contender look good. And Naomi and Sasha Banks defeated Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Yeah, usually uh, – yeah. 
not a good show at all. And usually, you know, the bad, the, the heel gets the pie in the face, you know. You not when the heel is, says Charlotte. And then also, you know, uh, you would think having a brand new body guy like Ridge Holland would get some wins right off the bat, build him up, you know, maybe get a, get him on a little winning streak. But no. Yeah, no, not at all. Why not? God dang. Um, they so make yeah. it really hard. <laughs> so then we're going to move on to we, – we do – we flew through SmackDown. I mean, there's nothing to talk about. The show sucks. Yeah, yeah, let's just move on from that shit. And it's sad because SmackDown was really good for a while, and now it's starting to fall. And not, well, but, you know, and what's bad is Thanksgiving week, everything gets all freaky. Because this show, Ryan, as bad as it was, <laughs> got 2.1 million people watching it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the? F- because it was Friday, everyone was off school and work, and everyone's just ate so much and they just turned on. I'm telling you, people, that's the why, I mean, SmackDown being on Fox is, is one of the best moves they could do because it's guaranteed ratings because it's on the local channel. Everyone gets it. People are just going to tune in just because, I mean, that was a smart yeah. part, but yeah. Um, as, well, Let's move on to Rampage where we had a very, Main event, well, it wasn't even the main event. It was kind of the first match. But we had Adam Cole and Bobby Fish take on Orange Cassidy and Wheeler, Utah. So is Trent just severely yeah. What did Trent do? I don't know. But, yeah, he's been out for a very, very long time. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, this was a, you know, pretty good match. Um, just due to the fact that it was – you know, Cole and Fish and not the Young Bucks. So I like that. Yeah. Um, I did not like the fact that I don't know. I, I everyone knows I'm not a big fan of Orange Cassidy. He wasn't terrible in this match. I'm just not a huge Orange Cassidy fan. Um, but at least they had Cole and Fish go over. So right. That, that's good. Uh Utah was actually pinned by Fish. So yeah, Fish finally got a win. Yeah. <laughs> so to go. Yeah. I mean, finally, they bring him in. Speaking of like people they brought in that like were. So Tony Nice comes in as like the hottest free agent and then he's not seen again for, you know. What the fuck? Yeah, he's been on dark and dark elevation. That doesn't. I hate that. It doesn't count in my eyes. Uh, it counts towards, counts towards their record. Doesn't count. Uh, but his, him getting some wins on Dark and Dark Elevation apparently got him a number one contendership for the TV title. Or, I mean, yeah. Sorry, the TNT title. Well, that's what. And that's what uh, that is happening. Yeah, and that is happening on Rampage tonight. Uh, right? Yeah, Rampage tonight. Yeah. Um, we also had on this show Black Friday deal match: Riho versus Doctor <laughs> Britt Baker, DMD. Yeah, uh, this was a decent match. Uh, and if Riho wins, she gets a title shot. Yeah. And she did. With the roll-up. Yeah, we had a roll-up on 
We had a roll up in AEW. Monday Night Roll Up has taken over other com- companies now. Um, yeah, it's moved to Friday. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Uh, I'm not a huge Riho fan. I'm not a big Britt Baker fan. This match was good, but Riho really. Yeah, I kind of wish I I kind of wish uh, AEW would, you know, kind of like maybe Riho and some of these other chicks would kind of like go back to Japan, like do their own thing, oh. and then maybe maybe they could bring in people, you know, like uh, the chick that WWE let go. What was her name? That was Oscar's tag team partner. Oh, Kyrie. Yes, bring in Kyrie Sane. If you're gonna bring in a Japanese chick. Yeah. Bree and Kyrie Sane, man. I mean, she was awesome. The thing with AEW, and I know they don't like to do rematches. Like, you know. No, they don't. Most of their feuds are one match and it's over. But, god damn. It's like, sometimes you need a rematch. Sometimes, you know, I think Britt and, Brit and Ruby should have won at least two, a couple matches. Yeah. Because you had her get beat and then immediately fall off. And that, you know, I don't know. Yeah. This was okay, but. Right. And your main event, Daniel Garcia versus Eddie Kingston. Uh, Daniel Garcia obviously being flanked by 2.0. Yeah. Um, Very good match. I mean, it was all right. Uh. Gars Kingston won with the big back fist. Um, and then Chris Jericho made the save afterwards because he was attacked by 2.0. And this is another example of Chris Jericho trying to just keep himself relevant by latching on to the biggest thing in the company right now, which is Eddie Kingston. Yeah. He just latches on to whoever's popular and he's like, hey, I'll just do something with them to keep my name relevant. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> just saying pretty funny <laughs> i'm just saying it's, it's very accurate i mean it is because he, he did it with you know he did it with uh god damn why my brain just he did it with mjf mjf was hot so he's like hey i'm gonna do a program with him for a while and then that ended and then he, he moved on to then he was with moxley and then he was he just he moved on to all everybody that's hot i mean if they're they're got a name behind him jericho's gonna do something with him just to keep his name yeah. relevant because no one cares about Chris Jericho anymore. When is he going it on? It sure tour? seems that way. When is he supposed to go on tour sometime? With his fucking yeah. Band? Can he just go on tour for like six months and just leave for a while? <laughs> Jesus. All right, Ryan. So let's move. <laughs> let's. Uh, let's... Let's go ahead. Uh, nothing really happened over the weekend, did it? I don't think so. I don't think there's anything big happening. I, mean, I know the next couple weekends there is, but not this last weekend. So let's go ahead, Ryan, and go on to uh, Monday uh, Night Raw. Yeah, let's do that. Um, this show was – yeah. Okay. What do you think, Ryan? So we had some development of storylines that, you know, some of them were okay. Um, Liv and Becky signed a contract. Their match will be next week's main event uh, for the Rollins title. 
They also set up a five-on-five match, which why wasn't this at Survivor Series? If you're going to... You're going to do, don't, why is Survivor Series still brand versus brand? They could have put this match on Survivor Series as one of the Survivor Series matches, and I would have been okay with it. Yep. Instead, we had to do the stupid five-on-five brand shit. Anyway, so that happened. Um, Kevin Owens ended up getting into the trip, the match at day one by defeating Big E by disqualification because Rollins accidentally cost him the match, cost Big E the match. So now at day one, it'll be Rollins versus Owens versus Big E. Owens is only in there to eat the pin, so Rollins and Big E can continue. I'm just saying that right now. Pretty much. Going on record, Kevin Owens is leaving, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it would shock the entire world if he re-signed with WWE. I yeah. Mean, if he re-signs, that would be crazy. So this is his going away. He's going to eat the pin, and he'll probably be gone. I think his I think yeah. his contract's up like right around the Rumble. I think like the end of January. I think is when his contract's up. Um, this is the beginning of January, how so can, you know he'll eat the pin and then. How, can, how, how convenient, by the way. Yeah, really. Um, that's the like, reason that's happening. So. Whoever, whoever did these WWE contracts, I mean, they should have thought this a little bit through. I mean, these guys are leaving, and they're like ready-made storylines, right, right there. Uh, for AEW, yeah, and uh, shouldn't I mean just leave? Didn't they used to always do their like contracts like right after Mania? So like it was after Mania when people left. Yeah, you. Yeah, I don't know what's been going on lately. That should be the thing because that's like the start of the new season. Technically, is after Mania, so you think they'd do it like then? Where it'd be more like sports, where there's a signing day, (laughs) and then your contract ends on that day. Yeah, way, at least they know when they're leaving, so they can kind of, you know, work around some stuff. Then I guess you could probably, but then you'd have like a max exodus of like 18 people just leaving. But they fire 18 people at one time, so I guess it's the same. Yeah. Um, the only other big thing that happened was Edge returned to Monday Night Raw um, and was interrupted by The Miz with a returning Maurice. Uh, they went back and forth. Um, Not good, by the way, because uh, they brought up the oh, they, fired wrestlers. They did this during the Liv Morgan and Becky Lynch promo and during the Edge and Miz promo. Uh, Edge said to Miz that you went dancing while you let your partner get released. Um, referring to John Morrison, but before Miz left, he turned on Morrison. So, Yeah, that's but, true. Uh, and during the Liv Morgan-Becky Lynch contract signing, Liv Morgan stated that because of her big contract, Liv Morgan's friends were fired. Yeah, yeah, kind of, uh, and they edited them out when they showed them on YouTube. They edited those lines out, so they probably realized that yeah, that was probably not good. Yeah. Um, also on it the really show, RK Bro <laughs> defeated uh, the uh, Dirty Dogs to retain the tag team titles. The Street Profits defeated Atha Academy. Um, AJ Styles was pretending to be blind after getting hit with a fire extinguisher last week. Um. He could not stop the profits from winning, though he was on commentary, which was I gotta admit, that was one of the that was the funniest part of this show was him on commentary trying to call a match while pretending to be blind. It was fucking hilarious. AJ Styles, they give him shit, but he makes it work. <laughs> yep. The whole time, like someone asked, Hey AJ, did you see that? He goes, oh, I didn't see it, but I'm sure it was good. 
<laughs> Corey Graves is over there trying to do play by play for AJ Styles. He's like, and now uh, Dolph Ziggler's doing. <laughs> Um, Damian Priest defended the United States title against Apollo Crews. And then uh, Ray and Dominic beat Cedric and Shelton. And then Team Liv defeated Team Becky. Uh, so there you go. That was raw. Yeah, it was all right. It was not great. <laughs> um, it really wasn't. Uh, let's get into Tuesday, Ryan. We had NXT 2.0. Yeah, this was the go-home show for Wall Games. Um, was it a good go-home show, Ryan? It was all right. We had two ladder matches, which is overkill. Um, yeah. But it was all right. Uh, we started off with the Women's War Games Advantage match, Dakota Kai versus Kaylee Ray. Uh, this match started with all the women on the stage beating each other up, and then it got down to the match. The match itself was pretty good. Um, Kai hit a, uh, DDT on the steel, uh, on the edge, uh, uh, face first into these steel ring steps, which was really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, this was a good match. This was better. Dakota Kai and Kylie Ray was, Kaylee Ray was way better than the other ladder match. Just going to throw that out there. Right. Uh, this match was great. Uh, but in the end it was Kaylee Ray picking up the win and getting the advantage for the face team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't understand these teams at all. Like, I get you know, it's supposed to be 2.0 versus 1.0, but man, some of these like how are they? Well, the if, women's one makes a little bit of sense because it's basically just toxic attraction with Dakota Kai. Yeah. Which they're the heels. But Kaylee Ray was a heel, and now she's a face. I think apparently she's a she's a tweener, I guess. But why do you give the faces the advantage? Uh, because they always give the heels the advantage, and they're trying to be different. I don't know; it don't make any sense. But you this got whole the faces, paper. Nathan, are stacked. You got EO, Raquel, and Kaylee Ray. They don't need the advantage. Yeah. <laughs> you give it to the heels. Yeah. You give it to Dakota Kai and Toxic Attraction. Cora Jade starts the match off against, say, Gigi Dolan. Then either Dakota or JC come in. They double team Cora because she's the underdog. Then you have like EO come in. Then she they get it back. Then the Mandy comes in. And that it, it that's how it works. You don't let the heels get the get, get beat down the whole match. That's not <laughs> No. Yeah. Um, then we had Cameron Grimes go one-on-one with Andre Chase. Uh, Cameron Grimes gets the win. After the match, we saw Duke Hudson appear, and then Grimes challenged him to a hair-versus-hair match. Yay, they're going to wrestle instead of play poker. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we had a promo for a guy named Idris Inofi. Um, basically talking about how he was yeah. gonna come in. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, then we had Legato del Fantasma versus Kyle Riley and Von Wagner in a number one contenders match. Von Wagner, so green. Yes. Holy crap! Is it bad? Um, and he was on, and, and he was on SmackDown the other day. I mean, second, on. and now he hasn't been back. <laughs> no, that? but still. 
doesn't make sense. Uh, but Von Wagner and O'Reilly won this match. Um, yeah, they win. Yay. Yeah, oh, that's how I felt. Oh, I was going to do the job before he leaves. Uh, <laughs> so do you, uh, what do you think? You think Riley's leaving too? I think so. I mean, he, they're going to go. He's going to go to AEW, and they're going to do whenever Omega comes back, it's going to be Omega and the Bucks versus Undisputed Era. I think it might be even bigger than that. I think it's going to be – we'll just say this. For, I just want to get this out of the way. But I think – in. My prediction for the future is it's going to be Adam Cole is going to make a new group, a bigger group. It's still going to be called a super click, but Adam Cole, the Young Bucks, okay? And then Kevin Steen, or not Kevin Steen, but uh, uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. So he's going to have five people, okay? And then Omega comes back, and by then the contracts of the people that we really don't like, the Good Brothers, will come up, so he'll have the good brothers with him, and he'll bring over Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa, okay? And so it's going to be like the Super Click versus Bullet Club 2.0 or Bullet Club USA or whatever the fuck they want to call it. What do you think? <laughs> in a, probably in the stadium stampede or some bullshit. All right, so let's move on. Uh, we had um, – We had Joe yeah, it was Gacy. okay going. We had Joe Gacy's. You got to talk about Joe Gacy's all-inclusive invitational. Yeah, so Ryan, he's fighting for the cruiserweight title with uh, Roderick Strong. Yes. But so do you think they're getting rid of the belt, or do you think they're going to call it the all-inclusive title? I think they're going to call it the all-inclusive championship. Vince hates cruiserweights. Yeah. So he's going to change it. Um, He didn't. He did say, if it's, the, if it, I just want to say, he had the line of the night when he said he was going to dethrone Roderick Strong at NXT War Games. He goes, no, no, no. NXT Conflict Resolution. <laughs> <laughs> Great line. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, do you think that Women will be allowed to go for this belt since it's all inclusive. I mean, Do you think they're going to start doing the intergender stuff? He had a woman in the ring with him, and he was going to fight her. So, probably. There we go. Oh, by the way, that Idris Inofi made his debut, got beat by Sola Sequoia. So. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> oh, my um, God. And then, yeah, so then we had the men's war game ladder match. It was Johnny Gargano versus Braun Breaker. Um, Johnny Gargano before this match called Braun Breaker, uh, what was it? Booty, booty, booty nephew. <laughs> Big bad booty nephew, and the crowd started saying <laughs> booty nephew. That's not good, by the way. That's that not. That's not good to have your 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 future main eventer getting uh getting a chant like that. Uh. Yeah. yeah. We also had before this match another vignette for a new superstar called Draco Anthony. Yeah, what's with all these new people? We already got 2.0. Now we're getting even more 2.0. Uh, but in this match, Braun Breaker ended up winning this match and getting the advantage for Team 2.0 against Team Black and Gold. 
Yeah. Even though LA Knight is on team black and gold and he never really wrestled for, he was there for, you know, fucking a month. <laughs> yeah. So does, so does, uh, does Johnny Gargano leave too? Well, I mean, he's technically, I mean, he is, he's, he signed a, you know, he, he signed a, just an extension to be like, he's, his contract is up. Yeah. He pulled the Adam Cole. So we'll see. As far as I know, they've tried, they're trying, but he has not accepted anything they've said they've given him yet. So uh, they have, so they, it has been confirmed that his wife has already, her contract has expired. Well, but they've extended it because of her pregnancy. Oh, well, there you go. So when she comes I don't back, know, man. she'll be there for nine months, and then they'll. It's going to be interesting, that's for sure. All right. So, yeah, it was a decent go-home show. I mean, they, you know, they sold all the matches, which is what you're supposed to do. Um, had some new people. Yeah, it is what it is now. It <laughs> just can't, nothing you can say. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on to Dynamite. What a fucking crazy night this was. Yeah, we had all kinds of crazy stuff happen on this show. Um, we basically had fill-in announcers for every match um, as Jim Ross is gone. So the first match had Hangman Adam Page on commentary as he as Brian Danielson took on Alan Angels in the opening contest. Yeah, this was a good match. Um, Better than I thought. Alan Angels. Alan Angels. You know, kind of, you might not like this, but he kind of reminds me of a young AJ Styles, the way he moves in the ring. He's very smooth. He yeah. is very smooth. Um, I did not like that they did a Spanish fly. It seemed like everybody in this fucking company does that move. Like, do yeah. we all have to do the same stuff? Like, can we not have, like... um. Yeah, uh, this was really good. I didn't know how good it was going to be. I've never really seen much of Alan Angels, uh, but he did very well in this match against Brian Danielson. But Danielson did get the win with the leg submission. Yeah, and then he said that he tore his M- MCL after he knocked out Colt Cabana's teeth last week, and he says he tore his MCL, and he goes, not that any of you people would know what that means. That was pretty- yeah. Um, and next week, he's going to fight, I think, John Silver at uh on the show because they're in his hometown and then we got to that winter is coming in two weeks it will be the big championship match hangman page versus brian danielson for the AEW world title yeah um and then we got a super weird miro promo yeah he's like yelling at god and you know, it's just like <laughs> a completely white background <laughs> yeah and he's, he, it was it was probably the most WWE thing they've ever done. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, then we had CM Punk. So we started off with Brian Danielson and now CM Punk starting off the first hour of the show really hot. Um, we had Punk versus Lee Moriarty, but before that, MJF comes out and then does um, commentary for this one. Yeah. Um, he's kept saying that he would have beat Lee Moriarty quicker than CM Punk did, which was, you know, probably true. Um, <laughs> Punk wins this match with a GTS. So it's a very good match. Uh, Lee Moriarty. I said it before. I really like Lee Moriarty. I think he's he's pretty good. Um, and so he hung in there with Punk. So you know, yeah, very good match. Good showing for Punk. 
Very, very good. I'm out of the match. They had another uh, verbal thing. This one wasn't as good. Um, but next week, they're doing a battle royal again for the dynamite dozen d- diamond thing. I completely forgot yeah. what that does. Is there? Do you get something for winning that? I forgot. I don't know. He, I don't, I don't know because MJF never got a heavyweight title match. Yeah. So what do you get for winning the, did you just get the ring? Is it like a championship that's defended once a year? I, I guess, but yeah, they're doing the battle Royal next week. Yeah. And then we got a weird segment with uh team Taz. Lee, Leo rush came in, Ryan uh, came out and uh, was talking to Team Taz because Team Taz was given some crazy math saying that he has four guys in this ba- in this battle royal, so they have a hundred and fifty percent chance of winning. He was doing some Scott Steiner math there, <laughs> and uh, but Leo Rush comes out, Ryan, and I don't know, Leo Rush might need some need some help like with his promos because he came out and he looked confused. Yeah, the crowd looked really into it. Yeah. And uh, and it, then it kind of ended really flat. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure. I'm not um, sure. I, I think Leo Rich might be in some trouble. And so, yeah, I don't know. That didn't, that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't good. Um, We had the big blow off to this gun club sting Darby Allen thing, I guess, you know, we're just going to end this quick. Uh, yeah. Uh, We had Billy and Colton take on Darby Allen and sting and, Nothing to say about this match. Darby Allen and Sting win, which ends the undefeated streak of the Gun Club. And yeah. Colton Gunn finally has a loss. Yeah. Thank God. Good God. Yeah. Uh, Wardlow beat some dude. Uh, important. Yeah, yeah. Another squash. And then we had the women's tournament, TBS women's quarterfinal match, Chris Statlander and Ruby Soho. Um, <laughs> pretty good match. I'm not a huge fan of Statlander. Little... I still think Statlander is very dangerous in the ring at times. Um, yeah, pretty long match. But they actually uh, when, yeah, yeah. They had a good match, went long, um, did some cool stuff. Ruby gets the win, and she moves on to the semifinals, which means she will take on Nyla, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, it's Nyla Rose and Ruby, and then it is Jade and um, Red Velvet on the other side. Right. It is your semifinals of the TBS tournament. I'm assuming the main of the finals is like their first show on TBS, right? Yeah, most likely. Makes sense. <laughs> their, their, their first show is like, like the first week of January. Yeah. Oh, it's Thunder Rosa versus Shade Cargo, by the way. Ah, makes more sense. Yeah. Who's going to win um, that? Yeah, I don't know, man. If they put Jade over Thunder, people are going to be pissed. <laughs> Jade, Card- Jade Cardhill is wrestling a squash match uh, tonight on Rampage with Thunder Rosa on commentary, so we'll, uh, we'll see. There you go. And then we have the main event, an Atlanta street fight as Andrade took on Cody Rhodes. And spoiled- My God. <laughs> this was definitely a street fight. It was a lot of shit happening. A lot of ugliness. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty pretty brutal. Um, before the match even started, though, Arn Anderson fell off the ramp. Oh my god, dude! I thought he broke a hip. I thought yeah. he, I thought he killed himself. 
Jesus. It was not, it was not pretty. Andrade came out by the way with a fucking knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Jesus. Um, fucking crazy. And the fans, of course, booed Cody this entire time. Um, because yeah, that's, that's how it goes. Uh, the end of this match. Holy shit. <laughs> Cody, they set up a flaming table. Um, by the way, Brady yeah. Rose came back and the crowd fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she comes out in a mask and every it was Brandy and everyone boozed the fuck out of it. Uh, she took the f- table on fire. Now, this spot, A, the table was way too close to the ropes. And B, why would you do a reverse suplex? You could have done anything uh, to put him through the table. Well, I think the re- the idea was because his move is kind of kind it was of kind of supposed to be like like the crossroads off the top rope kind of. But he they they had the table way too close. Anyway, they do a a freaking reverse suplex. Andrade completely misses the table, gets dropped head first into the mat, and Cody explodes the table he's on fire and he makes the cover while he's still on fucking fire (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck um yeah that was insane yeah that was nuts um and yeah that was your main event i know i mean you got to give AEW that you wouldn't see that shit in wwe so no there might be a reason but no (laughs) uh rise dude and of course, yeah, everyone insane. everyone hated it because Cody once again he pulled out a golden shovel. By the way, at this match, and I was like, okay, yeah, well, he knows, yeah, he's doing it on purpose now. <laughs> he's trolling. <laughs> so he knows that he's doing it on purpose. So what well, does that mean? That eventually he is going to turn heel. He is a heel. Or I'm telling you, his gimmick is he's a heel that doesn't know he's a heel. That's his gimmick. <laughs> He's a heel who thinks he's the greatest person. He thinks he's a face. He thinks he's a good guy. I'm telling you. It's definitely uh, Yeah. I don't hey, know where it goes. He keeps him. So Andrade loses another match. Yep. So I don't know where, where this is going because Cody Rhodes can't fight for the heavyweight championship. Yep. But he keeps going on these winning streaks. Yep. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know what's the point. And what's I mean, I understand him wanting to wrestle and do these matches, but why does he keep winning all the feuds? Yeah. Like, if you can't win the title, if that's what you want, and he keeps saying he's gonna retire soon, like you know, he's putting his hints out there, then shouldn't you just be putting people over at this point? Yeah. Like, what's your job there if you can't go for the title? So just put people over. Exactly. But no. Anyway, very good show. I mean, Dynamite was good. Uh, you know, not yeah. really any bad match this week. So, and like I said, also with the like with the SmackDown, this show because Thanksgiving or you know, well, this wasn't Thanksgiving week, but this show, Ryan, it got worse. Ratings I don't understand. Than before, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't understand it honestly because like this show did an eight hundred thousand. Yeah. Which is one of the lowest since May. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I don't understand. They, they, it went down by like thirty thousand people from last. I week. know. I don't, and I don't, it was a better I don't, show I don't, than I don't, last week. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't either. Uh, let's go ahead, Ryan. Let's get into uh, well, we got MLW, Ryan. They had a yeah, the finals was- of the Opera Cup, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, finals of the Opera Cup was uh, uh, PJ uh, or TJ uh, TJP. What's his last name? Perkins. TJ but it's just TJP. <laughs> okay. Okay. TJP taking on uh, Davey Richards, who has not wrestled in a very long time, but he came back to MLW for this tournament. Uh, very good technical match. Um, TJP ended up losing through, by uh, ankle lock, and uh, so Davy Richards wins your Opera Cup. I, it was kind of people kind of could see this coming a mile away, but uh, I don't know what happens now. I mean, I guess he's I don't know. He's not that great, honestly. He's just <laughs> no. He's just like Daniel Bryan. He's like a knockoff of Daniel Bryan and Ken Shamrock. And well, I just I'm not too into him. Well, the thing is, he wins this match, and I, this was taped before. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. Rude news out now that he's injured, and so he can't. He's supposed to do a couple matches this weekend, and he's injured. So I don't know if it's a serious injury or not. But he's so. <laughs> I mean, he wins the Opera Cup, and then yeah. he's injured. So, um, yeah. That was everything else that happened. We had the Sea Stars take on the top dogs. Why we had a women's IT yeah. match and we don't have a yeah. women's division in this company makes no sense. Um, but yeah, that wasn't a very good match at all. Um, but the uh, they had a their opening match. Saw what's that young guy's name? Oh, Casey Navarro. Yeah, take on Warhorse. Yeah, he, yeah uh, Warhorse sucks. But Casey Navarro is not bad, and uh, this match was this match uh, got Casey Navarro over, and yeah, he looked pretty good. So um, next that. week on MLW, uh, Walsh Parks will take on Fifty One Fifty in a Philly Street fight for the World Tag Team Titles. Then that'll be a clusterfuck. And Enzo makes his debut. And. Uh, two weeks from now, uh, Van uh, – I uh, almost called him Van Hammer. <laughs> Hammerstone is uh, going to be wrestling for the first time since winning that belt. So, Yeah. He's looking more and more like Hulk Hogan every day. I'm telling you. <laughs> he, looks like a young, he looks like a young Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He even did the Hulk Hogan pose on the belt. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right, yeah. quick. Let's, uh, let's, 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 Thursday. let's run through impact. Uh, Jonah, impact was Jonah made, uh, made his debut. Yeah, yeah, and he had a decent showing. Little squash match he had. Um, he's not great on the mic for some reason. It didn't. It, I don't know. He didn't really didn't really show me anything on the mic. And then his music played, and I don't think he was ready for his music to play, and it kind of just ended. So it was kind of weird. Uh, and then uh, that's, that's impact for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we also had uh, Moose and Morrissey in a tag team match versus Eddie, uh, 
Eddie and Cordona. And uh, Cordona got a roll-up win over Moose. So got some momentum going into their title match. Um, I don't think Cordona is going to win that match. Just so, yeah. But, uh, and then also we had, uh, we had freaking, what's that chick's name? That's, oh man, my brain's on vacation, dude. Uh, Rachel Ellering versus Savannah Evans. Yeah. yeah I thought match so balls. I didn't like that match at all. I really didn't. That was a bad match. <laughs> um, and then, uh, <laughs> That match sucked <laughs> It did. It was bad. Oh my um, God. <laughs> and then uh, freaking I don't know why they keep having uh, oh man <laughs> with the Motor City Machine Guns Chris, uh, Chris Saban. Saban. Dude, I don't know why they you know, you I don't know. Remember, Why do they keep having him? You can remember some random wrestler from WWE in the year 2004, but you can't remember anyone that's wrestling today. I know, and I just watched this show today, so that's pretty bad. But uh, I can't believe that, you know, they keep having Chris Saban win, and I'm like, come on, man. He beat uh, Matt. What's he go by now? Rel- Matt. Rewalt. Ray Walt. Ray-Walt. Matt Raywalt. Yeah, I, I don't like that. I think I think Raywalt should have won that match. That's kind of disappointing. Uh, but yeah, that was Impact. Impact was okay. Uh, I hope it gets better. Um, hopefully they start bringing in more people. They brought in Jonah. Maybe they'll bring in some more. And you get some of these ROH guys that are yeah, on the loose. Instead of apparently like those, you snap them all up. Apparently there were four more uh, spotted in the back, Ryan. Jonathan Gresham was spotted in the back of AEW. So was so was uh the former leader of the kingdom and uh, the Briscoes are back there again. So I don't know. I don't know. if or, How can they sign all these guys? Though? I don't know. I, but I, speaking of the Briscoes, they've been in a Twitter war with the good brothers. So yeah, maybe they'll come to impact. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, uh, NXT UK was crazy. Uh, we had two championship matches. Um, freaking, uh, the women's championship was on the line with Zaya Brookside getting a shot and Sakamura. How do you say her name? Satamora. Miko Satamora. Yeah, she got the win, which sucks. I, I, I mean, I like it, but I don't because I'm like, man, wanted Zaya to be the champion. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's just she's just going through everybody, and I'm like, come on. What, I don't know. But uh, and then you had uh, Huxley beating – who did he beat? <laughs> Kenny Williams. Yeah, that's why I forgot about it. I don't like Kenny Williams. Uh, he beat Kenny Williams uh, with the distraction from uh, – Subculture. Subculture, yeah. I just have to like, um, fill in – I just have to fill in everything. Because <laughs> you can't <laughs> – Hey, it's working. Uh, but then in our main event, the NXT UK title was on the line. And Dragov, Dragunov, how do you say it? <laughs> Damn it, Dragunov. 
<laughs> I got the win, Ryan, but uh, there was like an injury here. I don't know if it was real or not, but he had a. It looked like he either broke his nose, maybe had a concussion. Yeah, that's the rumors going around is that you had a possible concussion or broken nose. So it seems we're. Yeah, uh, you know. Eventually, I know his gimmick is he goes crazy and he sees red and he beats the fuck out of people, but he's going to start getting a little bit of a, you know, people are going to start saying he's a little unsafe if people keep getting hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a weird ending to that match. Uh, kind of unfortunate ending, but. A little bit. Uh, NXT UK, okay. You know, we saw you saw William Regal's son on there in the back. Uh, Tate Teoman was trying to get him to join him. Uh, I don't know. They got some stuff going on, but I, I I tell you, Ryan, every time I watch NXT UK, all I think is eventually Vince McMahon's going to remember that it's a thing, and then it's going to be gone. <laughs> That's what I worry about. Every time I watch it, I'm like, I can't get too too excited about this show because it might not be here next week. Uh, all right, let's get into uh, these pay-per-view predictions, Ryan. Uh, before that, um, oh, okay. I do want to say uh, Beth Phoenix said that War Games is her last appearance for NXT. She's leaving. I'm oh, assuming yeah. she's going to go to Raw for and do a one-off feud with Miz and Maurice. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yay. And then she'll probably just go back home and be uh, mom. Um, and also. Yeah. Uh, also, you know, I mean, she says that it's just so she can spend more time at home. But you got to think, right? A lot of people keep saying that NXT is no more, no fun to be there anymore. Like, it's not fun. Yeah. And I know work isn't always supposed to be fun. But, you know, it seems like, seems like they were having a good time before. Now they're not. And uh, yeah, she's le- she left, and right before that, you know, last or earlier in the week, Scotty Too Hotty put in his resignation, and he was a pretty big uh, agent backstage, and now he he said that it quit being fun, so he left. So I don't know, Ryan. It's not looking pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, and also, Freddie Prince Jr. said he may be interested in starting his own wrestling company. Oh, there you go. Might as well. There's already you know, out there. Might as well throw one of them. All right. Let's get into these matches uh, for these, these predictions. We're doing Hard Times 2 from the National Wrestling Alliance yeah. and NXT's Wall Games. Um, yeah, got- putting my belt on the line against uh, some uh, uh, with an NWA show that I have not I, I've seen the highlights. I have not been following real close to NWA, so um, this could be interesting. We're with this NWA show. There may be two matches that are happening that we may not be covering. I'm unaware if they're actually. So we're only doing eleven. There actually might be thirteen, but those two we're not doing just for clarity okay. reasons. Um, one of them is a pre-show match, but we're going to do it anyway because it's a. I like to do a gauntlet match, so. Um, if you don't know how this works, we have 16 total points on the line here, or 16 total, 16 matches. Sorry. We have 16 matches on the line um, with, um, God damn. <laughs> I completely forgot. I rubbed off on you. You will, what we'll do is we'll each pick a person and then uh, assign a 
point to that person, uh, which is basically how confident you are in the in your pick. And then uh, most points wins. Um, right. So let's get with. You want to start with NWA? Yeah, let's go ahead and start with NWA. All right. All right. We're gonna start off with the. Uh, we're going to start off with the uh, gauntlet match. Uh, it was announced by Billy Corgan that the return of the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship will be coming back. There will be two matches on this pay-per-view to determine the finalists, one of them being this gauntlet match. Yeah. So, fun. <laughs> uh, so, the participants in this match are Alex Taylor, Aria Davari, C.W. Anderson, who... I didn't know was a uh, was a junior heavyweight, but okay. You can, Darius, you can still wrestle, I guess. Uh, Darius Lockhart, Homicide, Jeremiah Plunkett, Jamie Stanley, St- Jamie Stanley, Carrie Morton, who is the son of um, Ricky Morton, Ricky Morton, Luke Hawks, PJ Hawks, Sal Renaro, and Victor Benjamin. All right. I've heard of like half the people. Who you got? <laughs> I uh, yeah, I, fuck if I know. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna go off with someone that I actually I'm gonna go on a limb here. I'm gonna go on a limb and say since this is NWA, since this is you know Billy Corgan who likes history, I'm gonna go Carrie Morton. I don't know. If All he's right. Good. I don't know what he, if he can wrestle. Who knows? I'm going Kerry Morton for one point. All right. I'm going to go also with somebody that's been in NWA this whole time. I'm going Saul Ranallo. All right. How many points? Ah, man, one point. Can't go more than one point. Jeff went a little crazy on this one. <laughs> really? Uh, Jeff is going with Aria Davari, which is a good pick. But he's going it is with, a good pick. He's going with seven points. <laughs> what the? I think Jeff might be high. <laughs> Jeff is a madman. A world, man. I guess he's figured he's, he's, he's taking the belt back. He's going to take it back if not fuck it. I guess. <laughs> All right, the next match we're going to do is Nick Aldis versus Tom Latimer. Uh, these two were former partners. Um, they have now been feuding, and I guess I guess he turned face, I guess. I guess Aldis turned face. I don't know. Anyway, this is a grudge match. It is a no accompaniment at ringside. If any, either man is disqualified, they will be suspended for eight weeks. That was the- really? Yep, that's the that's the stipulations on this match. All right, you you pick. I started the last one. I know, but I I, I need I need to think about this. Okay, I am gonna go with Nick Aldis. He's the former champion. I don't see him losing. I mean, he could lose to Tom Latimer. Let's be honest. Um, yeah, but um, I say Nick Aldis is gonna get the win. I'm going to go with eight points on that one. All right. Eight points. 
Yeah. Jeez. I got to spread it around. Out. We got two shows. I got to spread it around. I can't leave all. I got... <laughs> all right. I'm going to go Tom Latimer, and I'm going to go six points. I think they need to push. I mean, he's not a young guy by any means, but he hasn't, he doesn't have the recognition, you know. I mean, he's, he's a tag team guy in this company for a while. And I think he, I think he needs a, needs a good win in the singles. All right. And uh, Jeff is going with Nick Aldis as well for four points. All right, next matchup we're going to do is the other junior heavyweight championship qualifying match as Austin Aries will take on Rhett Titus. I can't believe someone's still giving Austin Aries work, but here we go. Yeah, you know, okay, so wait a minute. Let me just say this. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. So we got Austin Aries, Rhett Titus, all these guys. Where are the have they been on TV? Like, you could be having an awesome NWA TV show right now if you just put these guys on TV. Like, what the hell are they doing? Like, they bring them in for this one show, and then they'll probably, we'll probably never see them again. Like, yep. don't tease us. Don't tease us, damn it. <laughs> I just, I don't understand that. But, okay. Yeah, anyway, okay. So, let's see. Red Tide is in Austin Aries, right? Yeah. Uh... I'd say I got to go Austin Aries. I mean, Rhett Titus, I mean, he's barely above a job guy in in ROH. I don't see him being much more than that in this. So, plus it's probably a one-off. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go nine points on that. Fuck. <laughs> Um, Jeff went Rhett Titus for one point, and I mean, that could happen. I can do an upset. And I'm going Austin Aries as well. I don't like the guy, but I'm going Austin Aries for three points. All right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, we're going to do the ROH World Tag Team titles are going to be on the line as the OGK defend against. Aaron Stevens and Junior Kratos. I think Jeff's. I'm looking at this thing. Hold on, I don't see this on here. I think he got confused. Okay, I got it. I figured it out. All right. I think this is what he meant by this. If not Jeff, I'm sorry. Be mad at me if this is the wrong pick. Because I don't see them on here, so I think he put the wrong thing down. Um, so I'm going to put this in that spot, and then that is his pick for the triple A. Okay. He's going with OGK for 14 points, which, I mean, that's probably a pretty good fucking pick. <laughs> I don't see them giving the ROH world titles to, you know, Stevens and Kratos. Yeah. I don't think that's happening either. It- so I guess because ROH is going out of business, they're just throwing ROH into this damn. <laughs> I guess. I I don't I, I don't know what's going on with this pay per view. Honestly, it's, this is all over the place, man. Yeah, we got they're adding a junior title out of nowhere, and then they got a knockout like, title match too on the show. What the? F- 
All right. Anyway, okay. Let's let's do this. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not going with Kratos, and yeah, I I, I don't think that's going to happen. So I'm going with the the other team. I'll go with uh, four points on them. Um, yeah, I'm going to go OGK as well. I'm going to go OGK for 10 points here. I do not see them losing to these guys. I mean, there's not happening. Let's go with an actual NWA title match now. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. The national championship will be on the line as Chris Adonis defends against Judeus. Um, Judeus has been dominant since he came in with Father James Mitchell. Um, he won a battle royal at NWA 73. Um, I'm actually going to say Judeus is going to get this win. Um, you're pushing him. Might as well fucking give him the national title. It's like I don't even know where that ranks on this con- in this company, to be honest with you. They've now got five titles here. I don't even know. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Judeus for – I'm trying to think of the math and what I want to do on the NXT show because i got to save points for there. I'm going to say Judeus for seven. All right. Uh, I'm going to also go – how do you say his name? I'm saying it's Judeus. I don't know if that's right. could be Judeus. Yes. Uh, I guess Judeus. Uh, but I'm going to – yeah, I'll do a Judeus also, and I'll go uh, – oh, boy. Let's go. Let's go ten points. And uh, pretty confident on that one. Uh, you're not as confident as Jeff. I think Jeff did a randomizer for his picks. <laughs> uh, Jeff is going Chris Adonis for fifteen points. <laughs> All right. Um, God, there's so many matches on this fucking show. Uh, the NWA World Women's Tag Team Titles will be defended in a triple threat tag team three-way match. Wait. They have a world... Oh, yeah, they did crown that. Never mind. I forgot they had those tag team titles. Um, We've got the Hex, the current champions, defending against Kylie Ray and Tootie Lynn and Lady Frost and Natalia Markova. Um, I'll read Jess first. Get his, uh, get his in. He is going with the Hex, defending their titles for nine points. That's obviously probably the safe bet. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Hex also. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Hex also for five points. Yeah, I mean the Hex just won the titles. They're not losing them. You know, now they're the only fucking tag team they got. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to do another clean sweep here across the board. I think actually this is the first time we've done that. Oh yeah, we have all had OGK. Um. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go the Hex as well. I'm going to go the Hex for six points. All right. Uh, The NWA World Television title will be on the line as Tyrus will defend against Scion in a no-disqualification match, no time limit, with the Pope as a special guest referee. All right. So No time limit is important because usually these matches go five minutes. Or whatever the yeah. time limit is. It was like six minutes something. Yeah. Uh, six oh five, I think is what it was. Six um. Five. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with Scion because the Pope's going to screw screw uh, Titus out of it, and I think that I'm not that confident about though. I'm going to go four points. Um, <laughs> so Jim informed me when he's making these picks, he forgot about this match, and he only had one point left for this match. So well, he picked Tyrus for 16 because that was all we had left. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that happened. <laughs> so <laughs> I am going to agree. I think Sion is going to get the win. Um, yeah, with the Pope being there, I just think Pope's going to screw him. Um, I'm going to say Sion for, let's see, let's do five. All right, we have got Camille versus Molina for the NWA World Women's Title. Yay! <laughs> yeah, yay! Uh, this match is gonna suck, dude. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's probably not gonna be a. It's probably not gonna be a very good match, and unfortunately, oh man, I'm going off on a limb. I want to say Molina, Molina wins this belt. I'm going to say Molina wins it, and I'm going to say – I'm going to say – do I have eight points left? Yes. Yeah, eight points. Uh, Jeff agrees with you. He has got Molina winning as well for 12 points. I'm going the opposite. He went, he went with some high point totals in this NWA show for something that we usually don't watch. Yeah, I mean – his highest NXT one is 10. <laughs> so, oh, boy. Um, I'm going Camille. I think Camille is going to keep this title. I'm going to go opposite of you guys. I think Camille is going to keep it. Uh, I'm just hoping that Camille keeps it because I, I just don't want some Molina as a champion. We've already got Mickey James as champion. I don't, I don't need all my women's champions to be 40. Um, but <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Camille wins this one, and I'm going to say Camille wins it for four points. All right. As we did that one, let's do the other women's match. The knockouts title is on the line as Mickey James will defend against Kiera Hogan. <laughs> well, considering Kiera Hogan's uh, left impact to go to AEW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the weirdest damn pay-per-view. All right. So you wanted to do it. <laughs> I didn't realize how wonky this was. All right. So, yeah, I'm definitely going Mickey James 15 points. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a clean sweep across the board. I'm going Mickey James 11 and Jeff's going Mickey James 3. Um, yeah. Wait a minute. He's more confident in this. The multi-man junior thing that they're just starting up than he is Mickey James. Oh boy, Jeff. You never know his manic picks might work out for him, but sometimes they work. Um second to last match here. Uh we've got the world tag team titles on the line. Law Rebellion, Beastia 666, and Mecha Wolf 450 will defend against the end, Odinson and Paro. Uh, I'd say the Becca Wolf and 
BCA. I, I said I keep the belts. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, man, what do I got left? Do I have seven? You do have a seven. I feel like I'm playing. What's that game show where they ask how what what they hit? How, Anyway, all right, yeah, seven, seven points. Uh, I'm going with Law of Rebellion as well, and I'm going Law of Rebellion for 13. Ooh. Jeff's going at the end for 13. Oh, man. And then the main event of this show, and I can't believe this is a main event anywhere. This is your main event, and it is for the 10 pounds of gold. The world heavyweight title as Trevor Murdoch defends against Mike Knox. Welcome to WWE in 2008. <laughs> Not only that, but how is Mike Knox getting a title match? <laughs> Trevor What's the story? What's the story behind that? How did he just come in and so, get a title match? Yeah, Mike Knox uh, at NWA by any means necessary. Um, Trevor Murdoch was having a photo shoot inside a steel cage. Um, Mike Knox appeared and attacked Murdoch, locking himself in the cage with Murdoch and destroying him with the steel chair. Um, All right. Knox sent in a video saying that um, he does not deserve to hold the title. And then Bailey Corgan and the board directors made this match. All right. So there you go. Ah, Trevor Murdoch's keeping this belt. He ain't losing it yet. He just got it. That's the problem. Like, most of these champions just won their belts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, plus, Mike Knox, is he even sticking around? Like, I don't... <laughs> Nathan, how the people on this show aren't even working for this company? <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, I'm going, I'm going Trevor Murdoch for 10 points. Yeah. No, you know what? No, scratch We're that. Trevor Murdoch. Trevor Murdoch, 14 points. So you already used 10 anyway, dude. Oh, okay. Uh, Jeff's going Murdoch for 11. Uh, I am going to agree once again across the board. I'm going Trevor Murdoch. Going to get the dub. I'm going to go 10 points on it. I'm not used All right. To All right. So let's move on to NXT, Nathan. Uh, War games. We've got five matches on this show. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> I don't even know what to think about this show. I don't know what's going to happen on this show. Um, but we'll start off with the women's war game match as Team EO, Raquel Gonzalez, EO Shirai, Cora Jade, and Kaylee Ray will take on Team Toxic Attraction and Dakota Kai. Right. Um <laughs> I'm going to say Toxic Attraction lose this match. And that's going to set up a championship match for whoever one of these four. Probably Kaylee Ray. Uh, so I'm going to go Kaylee Ray's team for what, – what do I got left? What, do I, what low points do I have? Do I have two points left? So you've got two – you've used one, six, nine, four, ten, five – Four, uh oh. <laughs> Eight, 15, 7, and 14. You used four twice. I didn't catch it. Oh, okay. What, what was the other four? Uh, you added on OGK and Scion. Mm. All right. Let's go with, let's go with, uh, let's change one of those to the, to the, 
two. Which one? Uh, Scion. Okay. So then you have so you have three, nine. Nope. Three, <laughs> eleven, twelve, and thirteen. And there's one more. Sixteen. All right, I'm gonna go three points <laughs> on uh on Kaylee Ray's team. I am gonna disagree with you there, sir. I'm gonna say Toxic Attraction get the win here. They're on a quite a massive roll. Um, I think Toxic Attraction gets the win. They are all the champions. Um, they've been kind of dominating NXT. Um, I'm gonna say they get the win, and I'm going with. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, two points because that's my lowest one left. All right. Um, Jeff uh, also going with Toxic Attraction. Um, uh, he's got Toxic Attraction for five points. All right. Uh, Cameron Grimes and Duke Hudson will do battle in a hair versus hair match. Yeah. Mm, ooh, boy. <laughs> So, Duke Hudson hasn't been around very long, so I don't think it's going to hurt him to lose his hair because nobody really has known him with his hair. So, I'm going to go Cameron Grimes for – what do I got left, 11? Yeah, yeah, you have 11 left. Yeah, 11 points on Cameron Grimes. Um, Jeff is going Duke Hudson for six. And as much as I like Cameron, I really think they might be giving him a haircut. I really think they're going to be um, changing his gimmick up as much as that's going to suck. Um, so I'm going to go with Duke Hudson as well. I think Cameron's going to get his head shaved. Oh, that um, sucks. Yeah, I'm going to go Duke Hudson for nine because I think that's the lowest one I got left because I fucked up again. All right, let's go. We, me and you, every time we do these double pay-per-views, we always forget, you know, we always put them, we leave our big ones just for them. <laughs> hey, maybe I did that by design. For the <laughs> NXT Tag Team Championship match, Imperium will defend against Kyle O'Reilly and Vaughn Wagner. Uh, yeah, so Kyle O'Reilly looks like he's on his way out. Vaughn Wagner is pretty freaking green. I would surely hope <laughs> God, <laughs> they're not going to put the titles on them. So this might cost me my belt. I don't know, but I'm going 16 points Woo. on Imperium. Woo. I tell you what. I almost made that my walk. My walk is something different. We'll get to that next or sometime. Um, I am. I, I think I'm agreeing. There's no way in hell they're giving the title to Kyle Riley when it's all signs are pointing to him probably leaving the company. Um, this is a – what a goodbye, by the way. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't have just thrown him in the War Games match. Just, you know. Yeah. He makes way more sense than L.A. Knight. Exactly. But anyway – Imperium is going to win this one. I'm going Imperium for oh, where are you at? Uh, 14 points here. Um, and Jeff's going Imperium for 10. Next match is my lock. Joe Gacy versus Roderick Strong for the Cruiserweight Championship. This is going to be this might 
this is gonna be controversial, maybe, but I'm going Joe Gacy for 16. I think it, I think this is my lock. I think it's hundred percent the cruiserweight title is going to die at this pay-per-view. I think um, the all-inclusive title or some shit like that, or just get rid of it all together. And I think uh, they're just going to drop the cruiserweights because Vince doesn't like them, and they're going to, yeah, and this is going to be it. So 100, 100% positive, Gacy is winning this match. So Joe Gacy. Uh, I agree, and I'm going with, uh, what do I got, 15, do I have 15 or 13? You got 13. Yeah, I'll go 13. Uh, Jeff's going with Joe Gacy as well for two points. Um, yeah, I, I just don't see – I see the Cruiserweight title tying. So, um, there's just no way around it, I think. I, and the main event of War Games, another War Games match as Team 2.0, Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller, and Tony D'Angelo, who just completely – he's going to be main eventing a pay-per-view probably. Oh, versus my God. Team Black and Gold, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunn, and L.A. Knight. Let me talk to you. Um, what do I have left? Uh, I'm looking. Uh, 12. That's all I got left. Yeah, me well, too. That's, 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 me too. I got 12 left right. too. So. <laughs> well, I'm going 12. Uh, this I'm telling you right now, this is just to get the young guys their big win. Plus, you know, Braun Breaker needs it because he lost to Tommaso Ciampa before. Yep. Uh, so I'm going, I'm going Braun Breaker's team for 12 points. You know, I just – this is the way Vince is saying we're going to signify the end of the old NXT, right? It's got to be. Right. They're just going to have all the older guys get beat, and then they're going to put the young guys over and say, look, see, they're just as good. But it could not be. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, they could be Vince has done crazier things. I keep saying Vince. He's not. I mean, I still don't know if he's booking the show or not. <laughs> I, I assume he is. They never, they never but, really said. I assume they said he has some say. So it's Shawn Michaels could be booking for all I know. I have no idea who's running NXT 2.0. <laughs> could be Bruce. Who knows? But we've agreed a lot on these shows, but I just. I just don't see the blacking. I mean, champ is a champion, which if you have him get beat, it kind of, I don't know. I, I'm going to, I'm going to have to agree. I think this is just, they made this match as just a way to say the black and gold brand is officially dead. Team 2.0 is taking over. Um, and I'm going to have to go team 2.0 for 12 as well. I just, all right. As much as I don't want to see, I don't want to see that at all. By the way, <laughs> I, I I don't want to see um, two point win. I, I like so I like Braun Breaker. You know, I like Camaro Hayes. Tony D'Angelo is a fun character. It sucks in the ring, but um, yeah. So who knows what's gonna happen here? I don't fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's gonna do it. Uh, for our preview predictions. Oh, we're all over the place on this one. This could be crazy. Oh, it's going to be unpredictable. Um, and uh, yeah, that's going to do it. As always, we appreciate you listening. And uh, like I said, Monday morning, 6 a.m., listen to our interview with John Blood. You might learn some things from him. If you don't know who he is, he's making some waves in the wrestling and video game uh, uh, 
space. I, I, I lost my train of thought, and I said, <laughs> um, "Bang has some pretty big waves, and he's got a lot of cool stuff upcoming um, that we get into, and we just get into his little bit of his history and stuff he's into." So. Um, it's a pretty cool interview. I hope you guys will enjoy it. Like I said, Monday morning, 6 a.m. That one's going to drop 6 a.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central or 5 a.m. Central. Um, that will drop at 6 a.m. So, uh, I hope you all enjoy that as always. Uh, if you miss in the other episodes, our sports or video game podcast, go back and listen to those as we have some pretty cool, fun discussions there. Follow all the social media at Sabri ENT to follow up with us. Um, if you want to tweet at me, text, uh, Facebook me, Instagram, whatever, all the DMs are open. You can find all that at Sabri ENT. Let me know that you enjoy this podcast and that you enjoy what we're doing. I would appreciate it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, for Nathan, I am Ryan reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later.